entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf, the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders so they can inspire others. I'm proud to let you know we record the Business Builder Show in the studios of 94.3 FM The Talker, which is part of Bold Gold Media in Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Business Builder Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio. You can find our show and many other fine shows at c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. My special guest with me today is Ken Pash, P-A-S-C-H, Ken, and he is the president, and your company name is what, Ken? Key Visions. Key Visions, and Ken is a retired Air Force lieutenant colonel and has extensive experience in leadership and management. Well, Ken, you're coming to the right show, as you heard from my intro. <laughs> Ken, I love that intro, Marty. Thank you. Ken uh, has worked for decades in the business environment, spent many years as a flyer and squadron commander, and hosted a radio show for leaders. Ken has mentored and coached people in global corporations such as Johnson & Johnson, associations such as the American College of Healthcare Executives, and taught at Penn State for about 20 years. Ken is a board-certified healthcare executive and certified leader coach. He is chief architect of the Key Visions leader development process and author of On Course, Become a Great, great Leader and Soar, and his other book, Become the Boss You Always Wanted. Ken's tools for leaders go beyond the norm by showing good people how to become great leaders. I think that word how is important, Ken, right? <laughs> yeah, anybody who spends some time with me understands that that's pretty vital. Yeah, that's pretty vital. Okay, so the book that we're going to talk about today is On Course, Become a Great Leader and Soar. Boy, that got my attention. So um, your background says a lot like why you may have written this book, but uh, give me more details. Why did you write the book? <laughs> well, here's a quick history. Um I'm one of the last people to have that great distinction of being drafted into the military. That was not on my bucket list, I tell you. People yeah. dying in the jungles of Vietnam? No way, man. Yeah. <laughs> but it gave this kid from the projects an opportunity to fly, and I loved it. Hmm. But one day, I found out it wasn't good for family when Kate, my beautiful wife, offered, either you stay flying or we stay married. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, flying was pretty tough for family. I was gone all the time, but uh, uh, so I tra I got the message. So I traded my flight suit for a business suit, used my education to help lead medical centers, and uh, I quickly found that I sucked at this one minor role called leading. <laughs> yeah. And I wish I could show you someday. I'll show you, Marty, the graphic 
that I received from an anonymous uh, person, probably in the squadron, <laughs> who thought that I sucked at leading. <laughs> well, well let's, so, let's, let's stop for a minute. Let me jump in. So you're in the military. You're in the Air Force. Am I correct? Right. right. You use uh, the analogy, uh, uh, and we're going to get to that in a minute. And you and you are a lieutenant. You, you you retired an Air Force lieutenant colonel, and you're telling me you sucked at leadership. I, I'm kind of surprised by that. Well, you know, when I transitioned from flying, I thought that transition would be uh, very simple, like changing lanes on a deserted highway or something. But oh man, it was anything but. And I uh, I was doing okay. I was getting decent results. But like so many bosses, I was having a negative impact on some decent folks. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What, and, was the trans- uh, what was the transition where you started to see this? As a healthcare executive, when yeah. did this, you start to see this and feel this? Yeah. Yeah. Because when, when, I, was, when I was flying, I wasn't r- really having as many leadership responsibilities in that role because I was more responsible for myself than I was for anybody else. But then when I became a hospital administrator in the military still— yeah. Uh, I found out that people didn't just do what you said because you said it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they wanted to know a little more than that. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Uh, your book starts out, uh, and it's another reason I guess you write the book, is uh, you say, as a society, I think, this is you saying this, I think we're off course, distracted, disengaged. So yeah. is that another reason why you're kind of compelled to write the book? Absolutely. I think, you know, when we look around, we're so engaged in everybody else's lives, whether it's social media or it's TV or movies or you name it, all those entertainment aspects that we have. So I think we've become distracted and we're disengaged from our own lives. Yeah. And I think we've got to get back on course so that we run our own lives and we do better things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Back on. Well, that's why the name of the book is On Course, Become a Great Leader and Soar. Um, yeah. So... Uh, there is uh, different gauges on the cover of the book. Uh, there's uh, airplanes. There is. So so give me the uh, where the book came from. You use the analogy. I don't want to say it. So the military and flying and leadership. Talk to me about how you thought of that and how you wrote the book that way. Yeah, I, um, if, you, if I'm, we're talking about the same thing, you know, the heading indicator yeah. that's on the front of the book. Yeah, it is intended to measure progress. Yeah. And where are we and where we're going? And some people say, oh, that's a compass. And well, no, it's actually not a compass. And there's a reason why. And we can talk about that all day long. But yeah, the military, you know, and uh, flying. Um, flying is a great analogy, I think, for leading because you've got to have that big picture of where you want to go. And yeah. if you don't have that picture, it's very hard to get other people. Like one of the reasons I love your intro to the show is you talk about inspiring leaders. People have to be inspired if we really want to optimize that potential. But leaders having that big vision is great. But every leader is going to get off course at some point. Yeah. And it's determining that I'm off course or that I've got to make small adjustments or big adjustments, whatever they are. But that's what we do. And those great leaders they realize they're off course a little bit or a big bit, and then they take the actions necessary to get back on course. And often that's 100 times a day. Well, like flying, and that's why you that's used right. flying. It, 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 you, you saw at some point you came to the realization that getting a plane off the ground and navigating it to its destination has a lot of thoughts that connect to leadership. Am I right there? 
that's it. That's it. And that's exactly that's. I mean, it was a crazy thought that I had during one of many sleepless nights trying to figure out how do I become a great leader? Because everything I tried, all the books, courses and workshops, they all told me what a great leader should be. But none of them told me, how do I make that happen? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I had these sleepless nights. And finally, this crazy thought occurred that just I wonder if there could be something similar in getting an aircraft or organization off the ground and to its desired destination. I had nothing to lose. So I tested it out and it worked. It worked really well. And I love it. So, yeah, that crazy thought became an epiphany, and that epiphany became a tool for leaders, what we call the successful ventures in human dynamics model. Now, that tells you what the model does, but it's a mouthful. So you'll hear me simply refer to it as the leader's model. The leader's model. And let's start to get into the how. What are some of the things you talk about? I mean, go in sequence of the book or any ways that you want. I mean, because it is definitely a how-to book. I mean, you give, you know, examples. You say, here's the steps to take. Here's what you should think about. Here's what you should write about. So where do you want to start? Is uh, the vision part of it the most important part? Or where do you want to start in terms of the tools? Yeah, I think that vision part is a start point, Marty. And, and when you look at the model, the model, there's actually seven steps in the model that people can work through and, and use. And it connects the dynamics of flight to leading, which is, I think people still in that vicarious stage, I think a lot of people would like to be flyers, but they haven't taken the necessary steps to get there. But there's a way that people can fly their own organization, so to speak. But first, you got to point that sucker in the right direction. And so that's what that vision thing is all about. And so we go through a process in the book to help people understand how do you go about that? You know, first you got a plan, then you got to test the plan. Then um, I talk about this as I you know mentioned that I taught for about 20 years at Penn State. And one of the things I used to try to help my students understand was I asked them, what's more important? What's the most important thing to becoming really successful, especially as an entrepreneur? And the vast majority would say, you got to have a great idea. And I'd say, well, you know what? Most people are intelligent and most people can come up with a great idea. So why aren't more people going out there and doing that? It's Ah. because they don't execute and you've got to execute that plan. And that's one of the key pieces that we talk about. Yeah. And how do you, how do you know if you've executed? Well, well, you got to measure, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So then we try to help them they got to reflect on what they've learned and then take action to incorporate those adjustments we were talking about. And uh, sort of like the old shampoo bottles, they always say uh, rinse and repeat. All right. So we got to make sure we repeat this process. This isn't something that's once and done. Yeah. you And you use a couple of phrases. Uh, ACE is one of them. And I'm I'm looking for uh, three words. I'm embarrassed. I can't think of the three words that you refer to through the whole book. Can you tell me what those three words are? The the three words for ace. Those those three words. Oh, oh and you used other three words. So tell me what ace means. Okay, for ace. See, Marty, one of the things that I think does distinguish us from some other folks who are really trying to do a good job in this leader development thing. I don't think that they've recognized that one of the key pieces to this is leaders do not only need skill sets, they need the proper mindsets. Hmm. And that's what we try to do. And so ACE is the first, the most fundamental mindset a leader might adopt. So basically, um, ACE is obviously a reference to flying. So I'm predictable. I get that. (laughs) But ACE just stands for you got to live with an abundance mentality. 
You've got to concentrate on priorities and you've got to earnestly pursue your purpose with passion. And so the ACE, you know, a lot of people, the A and the ACE, abundance mentality, what the heck is that? Too many people, because of our normal transactions in life, you know, like when you got to go get gas, are you worried about uh, the person that you get gas from, um, you know, being okay when you get your gas? No, not really. You're just trying to find the best price and the best convenience, right? Yeah. 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 That's a scarcity mentality. That's an I win kind of mentality. Yeah. Well, the abundance mentality is we win. And if we take that scarcity mindset to the workplace, (laughs) it ain't going to work real well (laughs) Hmm. because people got to believe that we have their best interests at heart. Yeah. And so choose a different approach. Choose a we win approach. That's what it's trying to imply. Yeah, so, this this whole command and control thing, I guess, is out with the uh, is out with the. It's in the past, I guess. Um, not, I guess it is. Um, yeah, and, it is. <laughs> we don't have to guess anymore, right? We've seen the we've seen the examples, right? Oh my gosh! Uh, let's see. Your show is uh, three hours long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay here for more of the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. My friends at NastPartners.com asks you. Who will take you there? The predictive index allows you to decode the complexities of your people and realize what drives workplace behaviors so you can ensure alignment, reach your team's true potential, and achieve your business objectives faster than ever. The predictive index uses proven science to help you manage across the hire-to-retire life cycle with scientifically validated workforce assessments that provide high-impact insights in minutes. That's the Predictive Index. Learn more at nastpartners.com. That's my friend Dave Nast at nastpartners.com. That's N-A-S-T, nastpartners.com. So tell us uh, your name again and spell your last name for us and is a good place to connect with you on LinkedIn. And then also, I believe you have uh, a website or two that you want to tell us about. So um, tell us how we can reach on LinkedIn or other places. Thanks, Marty. Yeah, I'm Ken Pash, Ken, P-A-S-C-H. And the website is www.keyvisions. Key is a Japanese term, so it's not spelled K-E-Y, it's spelled K-I. Most people know the Chinese derivation chi. So keyvisions.com and yeah, LinkedIn. I've got a bunch of folks that I work with on LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is a really good platform for connecting. So you can go and get me there. Um, And anything else that you want to do, just connect with us. Our website, we have all sorts of things. We, uh, you know, that become the ace thing that we were talking about, Marty. Yeah. We actually give a webinar away on that because we think it's so important that, uh, we don't feel good taking any money for it. So we kind of give that away, get people started out there with that right mindset and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, so you go to the website, you can get a free copy of that webinar to get you started down that track. And Excellent. And, uh, Excellent. Yeah. So Ken's great book is On Course, Become a Great Leader and Soar. And you can buy the book on Amazon or anywhere books are sold, correct, Ken? Yeah, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, yeah. It's on all of those, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is great. Um, and again, come back and <laughs> you're, you're answering my question. I'm going to ask you this kind of directly too. Who would be the most direct audience? Who, who would you like to hit? If you had the magic wand, who would you want to read this first? Who would your, be your primary audience? I know that's an unfair question, but what do you think? 
I, no, that's not an unfair. I think that's a great question, Marty, because I think it's so important because most authors, most people who work for a living in the service industry would say, everybody needs my product. <laughs> and yeah. that's probably true. However, maybe. I think, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think the people that I try to connect with most are emerging leaders. Those that haven't even decided they want to be a leader yet. And I work a lot with, a, with that college crowd. But those people that are out there that... Um, maybe they want to see what they can do to help others get where they want to go. So those emerging leaders, and I would also say, um, because there isn't really a template for a lot of others, those responsible for developing emerging leaders as well. You know, if they want a template to figure out how to work with people, this is a great way to go. But primarily, I try to focus on those emerging leaders. Yeah. Uh, disclaimer, we're friends. <laughs> so, yes, we so, are. so I'm engaged with your work. I'm engaged with you. Uh, I, I like what you're saying and what you're doing. And yes, whatever words you want, a template, uh, a roadmap, uh, a success process, uh, it's here. Um, to nail down some of the specific things, um, chapter eight talks about the five prime values. Are you comfortable talking about, we'll talk about those five. Are you okay with that? Well, absolutely. All right. Well, prime value number one is love. Now, wait a minute. You're a lieutenant colonel. What's this love stuff? I'm just this this crazy uh, flower child, man. (laughs) So prime values, chapter eight, love is number one. Well, you know, I think it just really comes back. If you're going to lead others, shouldn't we have this real interest in their development and growth? Yeah. Yeah. And where does that come from? I think that comes from this basic value of loving them. Yeah. That, and, you know, we got to be very careful in this in this day and age. Right. Guys or gals, yeah. I ain't talking about sex. Right. Okay. Right. I'm talking about a deep commitment to really believing in the value that others bring to your organization and loving them for the talents that they use to help you get where you want to go. Yeah. I think it's foundational. It's the first step. You got to start there or you're not willing to do it. Prime value number two, learn continuously. Talk to me about that. Well, you know, it's one of those things. It's certainly not my quote, but I think I appreciate it very much that leaders are readers. Yeah. Uh, I think we as leaders, we have to know what's going on in people's lives. And I just, if I can give a plug for another book, I just read a book that relates right back to that value we just talked about, Marty, that uh, love. And it actually comes from a competitor of mine, C. Terry Warner, who mm-hmm. started the Arbinger Institute, which could be classified as a competitor to us. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book called Bonds That Set Us Free. Mm. I'm telling you, it was it was a phenomenal book on the kind of things that that we get wrapped up in that really destroy relationships with people. And if we can understand what Terry was really trying to talk about We can help others love. And so that's something that I've grown my ability. I mean, I believe in this Mm -hmm. love thing, but Terry helped me grow. So it's just one of those things. I think we all have to be prepared to do that, you know? Yeah. Prime value number three, live. Simple word, live. What do you mean? Well, it's so easy to get caught up. I mean, I just read a report about how exhausted people are because we're so tired And unfortunately, I think we're doing things we think we should do and not enough of those things that we want to do. And so we don't live our lives. And let's face it, life is relatively short. At least this existence is relatively short. 
And I'm looking out today and it's a beautiful central Pennsylvania day. The sun is shining. It's kind of chilly, but that's okay. And I can't wait to go take my dog for a walk. Yeah. Because, you know, the kind of things that I experienced just watching her and, and Kate and I get a chance, my wife get a chance to talk. And, you know, and I, I, that's living to me, you know, yeah. as well as helping good people become great leaders. So we have to do more than just the, yeah. the work purpose, you know. Yeah, be conscious of your environment. It's sometimes not always great, but be conscious of the good things, right? So that's important. So maybe that leads to prime value number four, which is laugh and celebrate life. Too many people are so so serious about things, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Life is supposed to have, we're supposed to have some fun in this life. And so and one of the things that I try to help people understand is when we're working with others, Follow this phrase, and it's something I had to learn myself. Laugh with others, and it's okay to laugh at yourself. Mm. Mm. If we can get there, I mean, yeah. life just gets so much better. You know, if we laugh, if we turn that around, yeah. life gets really messed up. Yeah, you know, really. So, yeah, but have fun, enjoy life. Yeah. Prime value number five: leave a legendary legacy. Legendary legacy. Talk to me. Well, if I can give a shout out. These values didn't come from me, folks. These values came from a friend of mine who worked at the last medical center that I was uh, responsible for. And Donna Maria Robinson, and she now lives down near D.C., just to give her a plug. She's the one that gave me these. But I changed this last one a little bit because my reflection says everybody leaves a legacy. But is it a legendary legacy or is it just so-so or is it yeah. um, a Bernie Madoff legacy? Yeah, know? there you go. But everybody leaves a legacy. Yeah. So yeah. leave one that's legendary, something that your kids and your grandkids, they look back and say, that was my grandma or that was my grandpa. And I'm really proud of that. Yeah. I'm working on that, Ken. I'm working on that. So, uh, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> give me uh, your spelling of your last name and give us your uh, websites and contact information one more time. Ken Pash, P-A-S-C-H. The website is www.keyvisions.com. Key is spelled K-I. And uh, you can go there. You can go to LinkedIn. We're pretty much on those major places and social media and stuff. And the name of the book is On Course, Become a Great Leader and Soar. And uh, you know what I'll do, Marty? What's that? If it's okay. What? For the first person to go to my blog, just keyvisions.com slash blog, and blog is lowercase b, blog, and answer why I would use a heading indicator instead of a compass to start this. And we part of it was the discussion that we've already had here today. I'll give a, a free autographed signed copy of the book, too. Oh, cool. All right. So go to the website, go to your blog, and... And do what? What do you want them to do? Just leave a comment that states why I would use the heading indicator as opposed to a compass. Like so many other people that they do, a lot of people use compasses. Yeah. I've never seen anybody use a heading indicator. There's a key reason why we use that. Heading indicator. Okay. You're really setting us up there. I'm telling you. So, Ken, um, great book, and we've been talking. We probably leaned a little bit more to to the soft skills, but I want to make sure that people understand this is uh, whatever words you want to use: a compass, a roadmap, a guidebook. There are how to. That's where it all started, right, Ken? This is yes, how to do it, right? So, give us the last thought you want to leave us with. Well, 
I would hope people would recognize that if they understand that to be a leader, you have to have the proper mindsets. We talked about that a lot. And you have to have the proper skill sets. And the book starts to help you. The book is actually more heavy on the skill sets than the mindsets when you get into the real meat of the process and using yeah. the, the model we talked about, the leader's model, to get your plane pointed in the right direction. Once you do that, you can get through the rest of the steps. Yeah. And it's all about it's, it's skill set. So you don't have to worry about, you know, well, will I know how to do it? No, you can just follow the book. Follow Ken's recommendations. Go to his website. Learn more. Ken, thanks so much for being part of the show. We appreciate it. Oh, Marty, the appreciation is all on this side. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. This has been great. Thanks so much, man. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to The Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Reminding you to find all our shows and many other great shows on C-Suite Radio. That's c-suiteradio.com. On behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, your host, and D.C. Taylor, my executive producer, thank you for listening to The Business Builder Show. And be sure to stay tuned for information on how you can become part of the C-Suite Network. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's The Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. As a loyal fan of this C-Suite Radio Show, we've got an unbelievable offer for you. Listeners to the Business Builder Show get 50% off a C-Suite Network membership. The C-Suite Network will help you become the most strategic person in the room. You'll have access to top-notch benefits and networking, all helping you get the most out of your position. Take advantage of this limited-time offer today. Learn more about the C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR. Again, that's 50% off a C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR.